eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! All right, here we go on the podcast. It's a Monday. I got to tell you, I feel good about being back. Oh, welcome back, Jerry. Good now, to have I, you back. I was doing uh, warm-up shows with uh, CeeLo. I was you didn't doing, know which uh, was going, coming, who you were talking to, what you were doing. Post-game shows with Eddie. Yep. I was running out of dog and uh, uh, space alien stories. I had to go into sex stories, which are very awkward with very Eddie. Very awkward with Eddie, but I do think you got another side of Eddie out there that others had not heard from. Is that right? Well, I found a great way, actually, with Play.it. I, I, the problem I had when I'm away or I miss a show... Or a podcast, I always try to listen on the team bus because I'm usually away with Rutgers or whatever the case may be. And then I download the episode, and I can't find the damn thing. Well, now that, of course, you turned me on to Amazon Prime, as I've said a hundred times, part of that is I get the Amazon Music and the player on my phone, and it hit me the other day, hey, stupid, they might be going to the Amazon Prime app, and that's exactly where I found all the downloads that I'd done in the past that I never heard. So Perfect. I was able to listen to you and Lepresti on the warm-up. I heard you and Eddie. Very entertaining. I enjoyed it. Not as good as me and you, but it was good. No, not nearly as good, Jerry. And uh, we're getting a, a lot of snow, which is all anyone is talking about. And it came up on the show today, uh, can men share a hotel room? Which is pretty much what the radio station would like us all to do, various men sharing I mean, hotel rooms. Uh, but very awkward. I would rather walk home in the snow than uh, share <laughs> a hotel room with... Well, I think I would be able to share a hotel room with you... Because you know my weirdness, and you and I once shared a week's worth of hotel rooms at the Super Bowl. Three days, that is very true. Three days. In Dallas, right? In Dallas, correct. Uh, But the others, and I was slightly insulted I went back there. They asked Bobby Dwyer, who works on the show, he writes the blogs and things, Yeah. uh, who you would uh, share a room with. And he said, Flegelman. And then they asked, well, what about Al? And he said, I'd rather not. (laughs) Really? Yeah, but he told me I write to my face, which I appreciated. He's right. I'm very quirky. You are, but not as bad as people think. And New York hotel rooms are so tiny. I don't need to see you guys in your underwear or whatever you wear as pajamas. What do you wear as pajamas, Jerry? Uh, Boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Yes. Do you go T-shirt? Or are you shirtless? Uh, last night I slept in my devil's hoodie. <laughs> oh, it was a little chilly in your house. Last night I had sweatpants on, socks, and a devil's sweatshirt with a hood up. <laughs> Literally. Mm. 
That's how I slept last night. But otherwise, you'll wear shorts and a yeah. T-shirt of some sort Absolutely. or boxer shorts. Uh, well, uh, no, no, not boxer. I do not like boxer shorts. Oh. Boxer briefs. Oh, boxer briefs. I right. like those, but the athletic shorts I wear most nights. Okay. I yes. Yeah, I'm, I wear sweatpants and a T-shirt. See, I don't. I I wore the sweatpants last night because it, the, it was windy out and the house, for whatever reason, was a little drafty. So I was comfortable upstairs. The heat wasn't working so good because my wife had the fireplace on downstairs. It throws the thermostat all off. All uh, yes, out of, out, of whack. out of whack. And so um, I went with the pants and the sweatshirt, kind of like I'm in a hotel room these days. So if people were trying to picture you and I sleeping in the same hotel room together, you would be in boxer briefs and a t-shirt. I would be in a Mohegan Sun sweatpants. And a V-neck T-shirt. That's what I wear a to bed every night. That's right, Jerry. A little more room. A little more room around the collar for for uh, myself. I, for what? Are you going to choke yourself? No, the, uh... I just it's more freeing when I'm under the covers. It could be more freeing, hmm. I suppose. So, I, but that's not going to happen because we're both going home and we're not using the hotel rooms. Well, and... they want us to use the hotel room Tuesday night because right, they believe we're going to get in. I'm going to play it by ear. I'm going to bring a. Uh, I'm going to bring a bag. I also have an inflatable mattress, which I purchased last year. I never used it. Well, this might be the perfect time. But uh, I was thinking of doing that in the uh, office. Yes. Why? No one's going to bother you. Problem is, in the office, uh, they don't turn the heat on in the overnight. Then you do what I do. You wear the sweatshirt with the hoodie. Yeah, I'm going to have to wear like a full coat. Do you have a blanket? Uh, I have a sheet. Okay, you might want a blanket, too. A blanket, and uh, I would just wear my winter coat. Yeah, that's fine. See what we do for you people? Entertain America? And all, all kidding aside. Oh, yes, Jerry. And Boomer's right. Radio is very important for the news and the traffic very and the important. updates. Here's where I disagree. It's important that we dis- I, I discuss the Jets. I can't say it to him. What's that? I wasn't going to say it to him because, honestly, no matter what I say these days, I'm wrong. And that's mm-hmm. fine. The idea that we are a necessity is comical. I mean, look at what we're doing. Right. We're having fun. We're yucking it up. Ha- Matter of fact, I can make the case that most of our audience tomorrow will be a TV audience only. Right. Because nobody's going to go to work tomorrow, except us, and then idiots. The, and, then they, and then they also just load up on 10-10 wins and 880, right. and we get screwed out of the ratings this when it snows. This is a huge day for the news stations. 880 yeah. and wins are going to do phenomenal tomorrow, and our audience is going to be home. Yeah, that's true, Jerry. So I, I get their point, and I understand it. I don't agree with it. I just don't think we're essential in a blizzard. I've really only worked two places in my adult life. I worked at JFK Hospital, and I worked at a radio station. Right. Both of those work every holiday. Yeah. You get no. You get, there's no chance. And all bad weather. It's true. It really, it sucks. It's, I, people always ask me, you know, boy, am I getting up early? I must say, oh, yeah, all right, that's fine. I said, there are only, and I think most people, if they, if you ask them what the negatives to their job was, yes. I think you would get a laundry list. Laundry. Of things, starting with the people they don't like, their boss they don't like. This is your list? sucks. No, 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 no. I'm saying in general, you jackass. I think people would have a big list of things they don't like about their job. Yes. They hate the hours. It's too long. The commutes. Here's my list. It's two things. All right, Jerry. Let me write these down. You got a pen? One. Come blizzard, superstorm. Or whatever hits the area, you're expected in. Right. That sucks. Jot that. It just does. And number two, to me, just the uh, inflexibility. If, is that a word? Inflexibility? Mm-hmm. Sure. The lack of flexibility to be able to just take off. And I know it sounds funny with the Rutgers thing, but like just to plan a vacation long in advance and go whenever you want. Right. We can't do that. And that's fine, but those are the only. Those are your two other things. Other than that. 
There is nothing bad about this job. Absolutely. And that's even minor. Mm-hmm. Very minor. But, yeah, it would be nice. I'm not going to lie. I would love to take a week in February and go to Mexico when the weather sucks here. and Right. You know, or maybe time around Thanksgiving. But we're not doing that. Your two negatives? Oh, my two negatives? Yeah. Um, well, give me what I mean, what negatives are there for you for this job? Um, just, uh, just the driving in the snow when it comes up. So same thing. The bad yeah, that's weather the you only thing. And, um, uh, having to go to bed so early, okay. especially in the summer when it it's gets tough. dark at like 10 PM at night and you're trying to <laughs> fall asleep and I have stupid skylights in my condo. Oh. So every, it's always a light in there. See, that's tough. Last night, by the way, I got a, I was watching the Nick game and I look up, I'm like, it's eight o'clock. Like it was just got right, it was light out. Yes. Because we sprung forward, we Jerry. We did, yes. I have a new study here for you, Jerry. Do you know like when people yawn? Like if you see I've someone seen people yawn, yawn. Yeah, people do that a lot. Then do you also yawn? Not all the time, but sometimes, yes. They say yes. yawning is socially contagious. Okay. You would say that's probably accurate, right? I'd say, yeah, I would say so. Well, science has discovered another thing, which is socially contagious Go. other than yawning, all and right. that is itching. So if you see someone itching themselves, you will suddenly become itchy. I don't know if I buy that. You want to try that? Hey, no, I'm, oh, I'm fine. so itchy, Jerry. Keep itching. I'm so itchy over here. Are you itchy yet? No. What about now, Jerry? Are you itchy nope, yet? I'm scratching good. myself. What did you just say? I said <laughs> I'm scratching myself. Oh, you said you were touching yourself. I wonder if that works if you see a dog scratching because dogs love to scratch themselves. Another dog might scratch itself. I don't think. A no, I'm human saying. Would. Do you think a human would get these socially? Like, if you, no. if I see a dog yawn, I think I might yawn. I doubt it. I don't think. It you don't think so? I no, think I it don't. does. I don't. I don't know what the scientific reasoning for that is. It's probably your subconscious or something. It like sounds a, like a good boring discussion for Eddie. Uh, the dogs yawning. Yes, he would love that. Especially um, the blind dogs yawning. Um, a dog yawning means... Hello, podcast people. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding with them. I love Eddie. All right. Uh, you demanded penis stories, Jerry? I didn't demand any of them. Oh, I thought you did. You demand I the grabbed penis. this one uh, just in case. Um, this is going on. This happened in India. Penis stories in Northern India? India. A uh, woman has been married to a gentleman, uh, her husband, for 11 years. All right. Ten of those years, he has not given her sex. Wow. This must have been some sort of arranged marriage. So she's got to be getting it on the side somewhere. No, well, her fear is that he must be getting it on the side. And in fact, he has said to her, I do not want to have sex with you. I want to have sex with other women. Oh. (laughs) Wow. So she was not happy with that. So what happened is one day. This took took 11 years to figure out? uh, It took 11 years to figure out the... uh, the husband is uh, 28. Oh, my God. And she is uh, 31. Talk so about wasting couple, the good years of your life. Yeah, good years of the life are gone. So he went uh, came home from work one day, one night and uh, hopped in the shower. When he came out of the shower, she hit him over the head with a frying pan and then cut his penis off. Come on. That's true, Jerry. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Wow. To which, and then she locked him in the bathroom door. See, this is what I don't... I, I, I've said this many times. Don't cut so your what, penis so could, off. So he could die? She locked him inside so he could die of, from bleeding out? Well, luckily he had his phone on him and he dialed his friend to come rescue him. And they did. 
He survived. Like I don't get. Now, where was this? India. India. So is it and northern I don't know the India? To this. Are you not allowed to separate? I'm not sure of that like, either. Wouldn't you think you you've been with your girlfriend a long time now? Sure. And I'll be quite honest with you. And I heard you and Eddie do the whole. Um, the conversation about what's an average sex life like yes. for a married couple. And I think you said it was between 50 and 54. Basically, Times once a, a week is very average. Average, yeah. And Eddie's first thing was, wow, I'm well below the curve on that right. one. And I listened to that, and I say, that's probably about right. Right. And then I'm sure for some it's more than that. Correct. If you went with your girlfriend now, mm-hmm. let's say, forget 11 years. All right. If you went, a, if you went three weeks... Okay. Without being intimate together once. Yes, intimate. You wouldn't think there's a problem? Uh, three weeks? Yeah. Sure. So how do you get to that point? 11 years? To where the rage builds up, to where you think, at this point, I'm going to grab the hedge clippers and just cut off a schlong. Well, you know, three weeks leads to 10 years, no, and all of a no, sudden the it schlong comes I'm off. I'm sorry, it does not. There's no way. There's like a number in my head. If we ever get to a certain amount of time, I sit there and say, what's happening? Really? Absolutely. Definitely. So you'll count the days? Three days. Three days? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Your face was fantastic on that. (laughs) I Honestly, 10 days, I want to know what's going on. 10 days? Yes. 10 days of you attempting to get something going on or just 10 days goes by? Well, I don't know that there's... I don't know that you force it. I mean, I, you right. know, you don't want to force the issue. There's got to be some sort of moment where you're like, all right, let's go. And let's figure it out. If you go nine, ten days where you're not really getting along well, you're not feeling it, you're not, all of a sudden, uh, is there a problem? Right. What's happening? Now, would you say, is there a problem? Yes. What's happening? You would. Absolutely. Like, what's up? This is like 10, 11 days now. This right. is way, What are we doing? Too long. So, and then you run into the time of the month, and then you get another seven days. All of a sudden, that can run its course to where it's a month. Right. That's not acceptable, I wouldn't think. 11 years is beyond ridiculous. Probably. Have you ever gone 11 years without that? 11 years, I have not. 11 weeks. 11 weeks in my life? 100%. Not while I was in a relationship. But now you're with someone. Right. That's all I mean. Jerry, from a real story of a couple who got into a violent altercation with the cutting of the man's genitals... To a uh, hoax that a couple put out there that got themselves in trouble. Hmm. All right. Sandusky, Ohio. Boy, this Sandusky is just a bad name. It really is. It's a bad scene. Unless you're the old Ravens announcer. Everybody else, just get away from Sandusky. Everybody else stinks. Uh, Jerry, uh, police say that a couple in Sandusky, Ohio, staged a murder scene in a bathtub in which, here's what they did. It's a married couple. Thank okay. you. They put the wife in the bathtub and poured ketchup over her. Oh, boy. And the husband took photos as if looking like a murder. And then he sent the pictures to his friends and said, I finally did it. They thought that was hilarious. The police did not think so. Uh, Sent pictures to friends saying he did it. Okay. So one of the friends must have called the police. Ah. Officers showed up after getting calls Thursday night from three of the friends. That were, quote, hysterical. See, I think what I, you know, the problem here is you've got, if you're going to do that and you're doing it with your friends because you think it's funny, it's got to be followed up very quickly with a haha. I mean, it's a joke. Don't get nuts. Right. Send you a picture. You can't of, let that linger. Right. Send a picture of the ketchup bottle, something. You can't. You just can't because this is exactly what you should do. If I, if I did that with my wife and sent that to you. Yes. 
After about 10 minutes of not hearing from me, I would like to think you would call the police. I think I would call you first and be like, was that a joke? That's fair. I could see that. Okay, that's fair. Hmm. Or I'd float out one of my 911 calls that I love doing. You know how I love to call 911, Jerry? Yeah, no, I know. Tom Izzo did a piece on on you and 911. A couple of them, actually. So how about this? The couple was charged with inducing panic. That's a charge you could get charged with. Really? Inducing panic. Wasn't that the same thing as like when you yell fire on a train or in a movie theater? In a movie theater, sure. Or is that's not a terroristic threat? That is no, inducing no. panic. Yeah, I believe that's inducing panic. Hmm. I uh, we I ripped this out of the newspaper last week, and you were not here because I wanted to go over this with you, Jerry. Okay. Uh, there was nothing better when you were in uh, grammar school or even middle school and high school than when you had a substitute teacher. Agreed. It was a free for all. It was a free for all. It was like a, a a segment off. A part of your day was relaxing. You were probably going to watch a movie of some sort, some sort of film strip. Yes. Well, now there's a new thing going in here where they don't, where schools are trying to cut costs to not pay substitute teachers. So what do you do? You would just be given a computer assignment. I think this is for teachers of uh, like uh, grammar schools and things. Huh. So here's a no. It's I'm confused, Jerry. I don't want to. Uh, I'm confused. I'm going to start uh, reading these articles. Before. <laughs> that would be so good. Al. Here's what the newspaper article says: Under this option, high schools with a teacher who is absent fewer than three consecutive days would no longer use per diem substitutes, but rather assign students an e-learning period for the affected class sessions. E-learning would have high school students working on online assignments. That would ideally be related to current the current class syllabus. So they would make you sit there in a classroom mm-hmm. and do an e-online assignment. I guess theoretically they can watch what you're doing then, too. I guess. I would think. But wouldn't you need a substitute teacher to run that room? Well, I think in that some ways? here's the thinking. If it's an e-class or e. an e-assignment, there's no reason why an assistant from another classroom or from someone in the main office couldn't go down and say, hey, jackasses. Go to your, log into your page. Because my son, believe it or not, in grammar school, they have this now. E-learning? Where they have, yeah, like they have um, iPads. They have Mm -hmm. an iPad uh, room. And so they have one, I guess it's a computer class, whatever it is, and all their assignments are done on the iPad. So they're learning the computer, iPad, tablet skills. And then um, they're also uh, doing work and assignments on it. So okay. If Professor Dukes is an in, all right, fair enough, but Mr. Johnson can come in and say, listen, Mr. Dukes in here, log in, you all have an email with your assignment, you've got 40 minutes to complete it. I would think they can then see who completes the work and who doesn't, who who submits it, who signs it Oh, I see, yes. I would think. And give them something that would take the entire class. If they're smart, yeah, because then you kind of end the free-for-all. Now, if they end fast, they end fast, so be it. But at least they're getting the work done. Do you think that would be a good um, job, a part-time job, to be a substitute teacher? Yeah. You don't care about anything. You get paid per diem, and away you go. But I always always feel like I'd be I'd be thrown into some tough school, some tough high school with some tough kids. And I'd be manhandled in the hallways by what the do, students. What do you think? This is Wildcats <laughs> with Goldie Hawn? Are you going to coach the football team? Yeah. Right? Like, that'd be my concern. turn out to be really cool in the end. Oh, is that what happened? They turned out like... You ever saw the movie? No. They turned out to be a great group of guys. Isn't she... They just needed some guidance. She's a high school football coach. Yes. And Goldie Hawn. And it did not, did not start well. Okay. But it ended great for her. Oh. 
And it turns out what, Jerry? This sounds like the perfect setup for a movie. It turned out to be what? How did you word it? That the guys were. They tend. They ended up being good guys. Good they just needed dudes. some guidance. They needed right. some guidance. I could write a movie. <laughs> Tell you nothing. I could write a song. I'm with Craig on this one. With his Amazon thing, you put pop the lyrics up. Like when I'm on this bus, mm-hmm. I'll sit there and read them. Because it's funny how there's so many songs you've sat there and hummed along or sang along, and for literally not weeks, not months, not even years, decades, decades. you've had the ro- the words wrong. Right. And then I sit there and I look at these lyrics now. Half these songs don't mean a damn thing. Right. It's basically, what can we get to match and rhyme at the end of the line? And you need a good hook for the chorus. The hook has to be good, I agree. The music's got to sound good. The lyrics are freaking useless in terms of, I think, the popularity of a song. I really do. It's like that Blues Traveler song, Hook, where that's the whole song is about. A hook. All I need is to write a hook when I need money. It happens. No worries. I'll just write a catchy hook and you'll all be hooked. I agree. Was there a particular song that you came across where you're like, let me read yeah, these lyrics? the Pearl Jam songs. Which, oh, all, all of them. I mean, Ed, is Eddie Vedder drunk when he is singing these songs? Like, or I writing never, them. In a lot of them, I never really knew what he was saying anyway, but I kind of have an idea. Now I'm re- I look at the lyrics as I'm following along. It's like, what? And I, no, I don't have a specific example for you, but. I have the chorus of a song that I wrote quite a while ago. It's very catchy. Let me hear it. Well, I don't want to ruin it here. But I just need to write the verses to it. I can't even give it the idea of it because someone will steal the idea. Can you turn your mic off and do it for me? Uh, no, that'd be too embarrassing. If I was going to do me. it on the microphone, that'd be one thing. But it'd be a catchy pop song. Catchy pop song. So I want, I need to get this to somebody. This was years ago. Years ago. When are you going to do something with it? I, I'm not sure. You ever think about maybe actually writing the rest of it, copywriting it? And then sending it to a record company. Or trying to get uh, send it to uh, somebody who would be interested in recording That's what this. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Be a songwriter. I don't want to waste fortune. it on Constantine Maroulis. You know what I'm saying? How about OAR? Well, he might be too old to sing this song. It turns out, you know, I wrote the song of this chorus a long time ago. That it, It's very... Um, saying it to Katy Perry. It's very teenager-ish. Katy Perry's people. Everything she does, turns I see a to guy singing it. Gold. I see like an alternative. Call Bruno Mars. Group of guys. How about Bruno Mars? Well, he's too mature. And now, but you got a problem with everybody, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I need you to say somebody Call like Twenty One Pilots. Yeah, they'd be good. I'm see? not sure who they are, but I yes, know they're, you they're young. No, I, I mean I don't know what they look like. I don't know what their appearance is. I don't know their age. I don't know their age either. But right now they're killing it on every basically every genre of radio. So send Pop, them a song. Rock everything. Okay. They're pretty good. Maybe I'll send it to Nashville. Maybe maybe I team up with one of these Nashville writers. Why not? Let's go, man. You find right. your golden ticket out of here. Russ, imagine my golden ticket in life was a song that I wrote that I had for sitting years, there for sitting years. On. Yeah. Better late than never. That's what I say. All right. You get have, going with that. Do I have time for another story? I've got 65 seconds. All right. Uh, this was sent by many alert people on Twitter, Jerry. A Miami lawyer's pants caught on fire. Because he lied? Well, check this out. Stupid, I'm sorry. No, almost, this is almost real life stupid. A a Miami lawyer's pants caught on fire while defending his client in an arson case. (laughs) That doesn't sound real. Smoke began to rise out of the attorney's pants after he had been seen fiddling with his pocket while arguing that his client did not intentionally set his car on fire. 
He was rushed out of the courtroom and returned a few minutes later. You said he was fiddling in his pocket? Yeah. It's not possible that he was stroking that thing so hard that he created smoke, is it? No. (laughs) That's some wood you got there. His claim, Jerry, (laughs) is that the sudden fire was the result of an e-cigarette battery that went bad. I've heard a lot of bad things about these e-cigarettes. The guy actually was found guilty. The guy he was defending for arson. And, and he was found guilty of and he was yes setting his penis on fire. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of people sent this to me. Miami lawyers' pants catch fire that during arson terrible. trial. That's funny. Haven't by the way. All kidding aside, he's a lawyer, right? So he you're defending bad people. Yes. All kidding aside, over under on how over many of under. his friends or family at some point after this said liar, liar, pants on fire. That's a good one. What's the over under? I'm going to say fifty percent of the people. Fifty percent of the people. I'll go take the over on that. I got to go. Uh, right, warm-up coming up right now. So It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Hi, right, good to be back. What's up, Al? How was the weekend? Oh, hi, Jerry. How well, was I the saw weekend? you this weekend we yeah, at a charity you, event. Did you enjoy yourself? I did enjoy myself. I decided uh, to go no vodka this year so that I was coherent and normal you were to coherent. everyone. Yes, Thank you. you were. You had a beer. I had a couple of the Boomer and Carton beers. Smittix, right? Smittix. I had three of those over a lengthy evening, so uh, I was all good, Jerry. Very good weekend. I enjoyed it myself. Uh, The Knicks are not enjoying things. And not that they're really... I don't know that they're the lead story anymore because they're so awful. But they're so bad that they kind of get pushed back to the forefront. If they would have played a decent game last night against the Nets but lost... Okay, so be it. But, God, they lose whatever it was, 120-112 last night. The Nets are draining threes from everywhere. Um, every three-point shot is uncontested, it seems. And then you got Porzingis. I feel bad for This kid's 22 years old or whatever he is, 21, 22, 23. He's a young kid. And he's answering questions like he's been around for 10 years. And the one that's in the papers today is just about the team being all confused. What are we doing? He says there's too many different schemes going on, yeah. so the team is confused. And then he quoted uh, the great FDR, although I'm not sure if he knew he was quoting FDR, because would he even know who that is? I doubt it. Possible. Maybe. He said his quote, the Porzingis quote was, if the seas are smooth, you're never going to become a great sailor, meaning that, even though things are bad for the Knicks, perhaps we will learn from this, Jerry. Well, they better learn from something. The problem is it seems like they're just, and I don't think he knew that quote. Maybe he did. Was FDR? I think the, the Knicks are just running in quicksand. I mean, it doesn't seem, you know, if you look at them piece by piece, like Courtney Lee, I think, is a really good player. Carmelo, I think, at this point in his career on the right team is still a great player. It doesn't work, though, this collection of players. just does, like, you look at Willie Hernan Gomez. You look at his stat line. The guy hustles. He plays hard, but it never—it doesn't translate into wins. Mello seemed to think it was divine intervention from Biggie Smalls, since it was Biggie Smalls' I night in Brooklyn. Was, I don't think. Do it you was believe in ghosts? Let me ask you this. No, we do this on the podcast. I don't. Do you believe in ghost rappers? No, I coming do not. back no. to help a basketball team. So you think Biggie Smalls just kind of elevated onto the floor and was swatting shots away and and uh, playing good defense for the Nets to make sure Brooklyn got a win last night? No, I don't. but he was probably helping some of those I mean, shots the way, go well, in. Then what? It, I'm not being a jackass. Okay, on your thought, he's a Brooklyn guy. Was a Brooklyn guy, right? It was his night last night. I get it. Biggie Smalls. Has he night. just ignored the Nets all season when they were they had won a game at home? Since December, Al, it's March. What about this? Honor Biggie Smalls every night, 
And then that's going on. Well, then maybe we'll find out, won't we? A big winning streak. Stop it. You're not going to invite his mom there and his kids there every game. What about this? A winning streak. How about two in a row? What if the Knicks honor a late rapper at one of their events and like, then oh, they like, go I'm on I'm sure a you've run. thought of this. Like who, Al? I, I don't, I, I actually haven't thought of it. Oh, come on. You always one. do that though. Well, you go Tupac Shakur, the opposite of Biggie Smalls. They had a beef, and beef then situation. Maybe the Knicks can win a game. Then they went, go on a streak. And then you see who would win with their own basketball teams. How about this? Divine intervention from Tupac or divine intervention from Biggie Smalls. The team that plays better will win. Well, not always. And you can take all that other nonsense and throw it out the window. Jerry, I got very exciting news over the weekend when I checked Twitter. And I saw, and it was from a verified account, so I knew it was real. And it said, Geno Smith visiting Giants. Okay. That was awesome. Why? Why? Who cares? Because if... Here's the thing. I know Eli Manning misses no games he ever. He doesn't. Yeah. Right. Neither did Peyton Manning, right? Okay. And then at some point, they yeah. get very old and miss a lot of games. Well, Peyton had the neck fusion, Meh. the surgery. Okay. Meh. It's, it's a big deal. Eli's Do you really need your shape. neck to throw a ball, Jerry? Probably not. Oh, boy. But what if the Giants signed Geno Smith, and then this is the year Eli gets hurt? Great. Then the, the, the Giants will have to deal with Geno Smith. And who, listen, Geno Smith should just go back to the Jets and battle for a job. He should, because look at what they've got. If you're going to, like, if you go sign with the Giants, aren't you sort of giving up? No, because it's the year Eli's probably breaking saying, down. I'm going to go just be a backup oh, and I would be love very that. happy with my life. It's yes. kind of like what was it, Mike Glennon. So he had an opportunity to go re sign in Tampa for a lot of money. And I guess he wasn't happy with that. He wants to start, and good for him. It shows the competitive spirit. But by the way, why not? If you could make, I don't know, eight, nine, ten million dollars a year as a backup quarterback, yeah, I would love that. That may never play. Think about how easy your life is. Now he's too competitive for it, and good for him. But if you're Geno Smith and you want to sign with the Giants, like, what's the track record of a giant backup quarterback ever getting into a game? Go. Well, not good. When but, Kurt Warner was last starting. But every year Eli gets older, the chances go up. So does Tom Brady, who still looks like he's 23. But he doesn't get any, he doesn't take any hits. Well, Eli, but you know what? Eli doesn't get, you know, clobbered either. Now, he gets hit more than Brady, perhaps, but he doesn't get hurt. He's He might be the most durable guy I've ever seen play quarterback. Brett Farr, fine. Right? Doesn't he have the, the longest active streak right now? Yes. So... If you go sign there, you're pretty much signing a contract to just get paid. It is weird that you don't hear, like, children. You'll hear little kids, and you say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And kids will say, I want to be the quarterback. No one wants football. to be a backup quarterback? I would. My I kid, get the sense that you would love to sign a contract to be the backup quarterback. I don't have children, but I could imagine if I did, if I had a young boy, he would say, one day I would love to hold the clipboard. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, does Make it, Al? a couple mil. <laughs> Let me see if these uh, quarterbacks get you excited. If you were a Jets fan, okay. Jerry, yep. some more rumors over the weekend. Uh, number one, RG3. How you getting him? You're just signing him, right? Yeah, you just yes, signed him. I think um, no risk, high reward. What about this one? Then yep. I saw this rumor. A Sheldon Richardson for A.J. McCarron trade with the Bengals. Isn't he worth more than that? Which one? Sheldon, <laughs> Sheldon Richardson? Richardson. Worth more than A.J. McCarron? What the hell is A.J. McCarron showed, other than playing that one game for the Bengals uh, last year or two years ago, whatever it was, well, Mike, when Andy Dalton got hurt? Mike Glennon has opened the door for, if, I, if I've yes. heard of you, we'll give you $15 million. But also, don't you have to, heck, have we learned nothing from the Brock Osweiler deal? Like I, And that's why I don't understand the Glennon contract. Mike Glennon 
was okay when he started for the Bucs. He didn't do anything that turned your head and said, we've got to have this guy. I mean, you tell me, did he? No. Brock Osweiler was so average with the Broncos that when they played in Chicago, they didn't let him throw the ball. He threw the ball nine times, and they ran the ball 50 to win the game. So where do the numbers and the money come from? So why would any team go down this road again? Like, why would you make a deal of Sheldon Richardson for A.J. McCarron? Jets fans would be very excited by that. 100%. If that Listen, deal went down, those phones would be lit up, lit up with great move. I don't I don't I don't agree. Jets. I don't agree. I don't think they would. I think the fans would call up and say, "What the hell are they doing? You can't get more for Sheldon Richardson than AJ McCarron." And I do agree there is sometimes addition by subtraction and maybe Richardson's been an issue. Maybe it was Brandon Marshall. None of us really know cuz we're not in the locker room. Fact of the matter is Sheldon Richardson's a damn good player. You got to get more than that for him, don't you? Well, except except he's trouble, Jerry. He and has, the Bengals I agree. love troubled I, guys. Could you imagine? That's a very good point. Sheldon Richardson in that locker room? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> that would be funny. Let's take a quick break. we got a lot more to do, including an interesting thing about, yep, Tim Tebow and then Boomer and Carton at the top on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, guys, coming up in just a couple of minutes here on The Fan. Quickly, the NCAA tournament bracket announced last night. Gonzaga, Villanova, Kansas, North Carolina are the number one seeds. Nets beat the Knicks 120-112. to 112. Rangers over the Red Wings 4-1. to one. Uh, And then you had the Tigers beating the Mets 4-3. Today, the Mets play the Marlins. Noah Syndergaard starts for New York. The U.S. shut out Canada at the WBC 8-0. We'll do that in one second, but the I saw the story about Tim Tebow having his stalker chased out of florida yeah what did you see that she had a bumper sticker on her car i love tebow and jesus or something like yes, that yes uh, a 36 year old woman yeah she was arrested down at port st Lucie. boy people love this tim tebow and how about this they said when the cops arrested her and they wanted to check her id uh on the back of her id she had a sticker that said her address uh, she had changed her address to tim tebow's uh, jacksonville address <laughs> well she said she was living with him and living with him, right. that she had a uh, romantic and matrimonial relationship with him. Yeah, I don't know that I believe that. Yeah. They checked her record. Shockingly, Jerry, she had a record. Uh, indecent exposure in Colorado. Stunning. By the way, how about Isn't the fact... it cold there? Uh, and yes, it is, but not in the summer. Very nice in the oh, summer Oh, you could in show your stuff. Well, yes, see, you could show your stuff in the he summer. She was playing for the Broncos. Oh, she wow! You didn't oh, put now I see. together. <laughs> I didn't That's realize. Colorado. Oh, I see. Denver. Did you see? He got like I a... Was, I always wonder this quickly with the stalkers. How do they afford to, like, she went from Colorado to Florida? Where is she getting money to fly Credit around? Credit cards, Al. Credit cards. Stalker.com. There you go. And did you see he got a standing ovation when he caught a fly ball Friday? That was nice. I mean, come on. And the whole thing is From so the stupid. stalker or from the and stands? Then one quick one from the stands oh. on the stalker who was in the stands. The, I, and I know, I know I'm going to get mocked for this, and that's fine. I don't care. That but I, I've doubtful. actually been watching the WBC quite a bit. And it's been interesting. Is that boxing? Except for this, the World Baseball Classic. But let me tell you something. There, the play is really good, actually. And when you get the uh, the team from the Dominican Republic and w- watching these games, you kind of get into it a little bit. But here's the problem with it. When you go to extra innings, you want to talk about putting a guy in second base. They go first and second in the 11th inning to start the inning to speed up the game. And it's – I don't like the shootout in hockey. I know I don't know, Boomer, if you like it or not, but – Boomer's the, I don't, he loves it. I don't. I don't. I like the three on three. I'll take that. At you're bastardizing the game. Right. And I understand you don't want to get guys hurt and you need to get the games over, but it's not, I don't know, it's not baseball. Basically, what happens, you got to put a guy at first and second. They bunt. You've got second and third. 
And the floodgates open. They should do, if hockey does just three-on-three, three, they should just eliminate some of the fielders. Get rid of the outfielders? Yeah. And just if you hit a ball in the gap, everyone's got to go chasing it. Boomer and Carton coming up right now on the fan.